whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hello, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season seven, episode 23, If This Is It. Um, And Kelsey, will you please read us the Degrassi wiki summary? Sure thing. Spinner and Manny struggle with decisions as graduation looms. Spinner can't decide between staying behind with his band or graduating with no future plans. And Manny is torn between Smithdale and West Drive. I mean, it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Degrassi Wiki. You're bound to get it sometimes. Um, and the episode is called If This Is It, which is a 1984 song by Huey Lewis in the News. Um, I really like the song. I actually kind of really like Huey Lewis in the News in like a fun 80s kind of way. Um, but I guess it kind of makes sense. It's like... The song is kind of about being at a crossroads, like, if this is it, like, if you're not in love with me, let me know, and I guess both Spinner and Manny are at a crossroads, Manny's trying to decide if she wants to go to school or if she wants to be on the TV show, and Spinner is kind of trying to decide between, like, his band and passing school, which is kind of a more of a dumb crossroads to be at, but... I think it works. It's more like, does Spinner want to try or nah? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> seriously. Um, but I don't know. I think it's a good and aptly titled episode. But let's just get into it. We start off with Jimmy and Spinner being pals, which always makes so me happy. Yes. Um, and Jimmy is worried about Spinner's grades and Spinner is worried about getting his test results back from the doctor to find out like where his cancer is, what his status is. Um, and then I think the teacher, the physics teacher tells them that like they can do a take home final if they want to, I guess. Where they have to like build a bridge and then they have to put a 10 kilo weight on it. Right. And Spinner's like, we can do that. Come on, let's do it. Like, come on, Jimmy, help me out. I need help passing this class. Like, I need to pass or I'm going to be back here again next year. And the teacher is like, true facts, and shows him his (laughs) 41% grade point average. Yeah, he's like, I need to get an A on the test to, like, pass the class. Please help me, Jimmy. And then Jimmy's like, okay, fine. And Because he's the best. Their friendship is just so beautiful. And the teacher's like, Jimmy, you know that this will also affect your grade. And Jimmy's like, yeah, I know. Because he's the best friend. Love him. Um, and then the theme song happens. but And then we find out that Spinner's in remission. Yay. And we know this because Jane is in the Zen Garden, which I always forget exists. And Spinner is running around looking for her and yelling for her. And she literally says, I'm in a glass room, Spin. You have to do some of the work. Because <laughs> Jane's like, I've been great. looking for you everywhere. And she's like, dude. She's great. Um, so while they're in this classroom and being very happy about Spinner being in remission and it's very exciting, Peter fucking slams up on the glass and is like, dude, guess what? We got entered into this like bands of the blogosphere showcase. It's going to be awesome. And again, I'm like, guys, not being very secretive about your goddamn secret band. Like everybody knows who they are. Yeah, now. it's like not a 
well kept secret at all. Um, but then we are in the hallway with Manny and Emma, and they're both holding up like tiny little envelopes. And they're like, oh, my God, like, let's see. Let's open up. Let's see if we got accepted into Smithdale. And, and Manny does a very funny impression of her parents. <laughs> and then they and then surprise, they both get in. And it's very exciting. And I love that they're going to school together. And of course, Emma is a poli sci major. <laughs> of course. Um, I'm surprised it's not like more environmental studies, but maybe they don't have that. Um, but then we're in the bathroom. Yeah, I was I, I was like, why is Spinner inviting Jimmy into the bathroom to share his good news? I don't understand. <laughs> and I don't really remember what they're talking about. I guess it's like, yay, this is happening. Battle of the Bands project. And Jimmy drops his phone in the toilet and Spinner gets it for him. And it's like, it's a perfectly good phone. Come on. I was like, Oh, back when dropping your phone in the toilet maybe wouldn't have totally destroyed it because they're made out of plastic. I remember back during, like, this time, I once dropped my phone into, like, a puddle, like a dirty puddle on the street, and it was still fine after. I dropped my razor into a glass of milk on accident, and it still worked. (laughs) It wasn't, it didn't work very well, but it still, like, turned on and technically worked. Those were the days. (laughs) Um... But then, should we do Fashion Police? I did not take a lot of notes. Yeah, I me neither. Like we should just get it out of the way. Yeah, sure. Spinner's wearing a weird distressed shirt at the beginning. Um, mm. Jane is wearing her spike necklace forever until she dies. Yeah. Manny's tank top is very large on her, but also is cut weird. It has a weird design on it. I don't it's got know. like weird sequins on the front. I don't know. Um, I kind of like Emma's like blue and white flowery tank top though. So at one point Emma is wearing this like denim button up dress oh with God. like a lace slash like mesh shirt with a very visible bra underneath. It doesn't look like a thing that Emma would ever, ever wear, but I also love it. <laughs> it's super trashy and I like it a lot. Uh, remember tiny little vests? Yes. I, like, only recently got rid of all of my tiny little vests. I wore a tiny little vest with a tank top to a Blink-182 concert in 2009. Of course you did. I was very proud of my wardrobe choice. <laughs> I definitely wore tiny vests, like, way longer than is appropriate. <laughs> um. Oh, when Manny's, like, fitted for a costume for West Drive, she's, like, channeling Jessica Simpson in Dukes of Hazard. It's the least amount of clothes that a person should be wearing, it's really. Like teeny tiny shorts and, like, a shirt that's, like, tied up. It's very strange. Um. Also in that same scene, the her, like, co-star, his hair oh, is just... Oh, his hair just, is so bad. It's so bad. It's, so like, bad. so emo band bad. And, like, just plastered to his face. Yeah, that's all I really have, though, I think. Um, uh, Spinner's daydream self has a <laughs> real sweet mustache and, like, beer belly and a denim vest. Yeah, it's, it's something, dude. It's, it's a thing. All right, and that's all I got, too. Um, but then... Oh, so then Manny and Emma are, like, walking around school i don't know her um manny's dad is there and he's like your agent bernice called and she's like oh she like never calls me that's so weird um 
Right. This is when this happens. Yeah, because she's giving him all of their spirit squad uniforms and he's like, you're going to take me to the dry cleaners. And she's like, you are the dry cleaners because he's going to apparently dry clean all their uniforms, which feels like an abuse of power. Yeah. But OK. And she's like, all right, I guess I'll call her back. We'll see you. Or oh no, he's like, are you going to call her back? And she's like, oh, no, I'm going. I'm a Smithdale girl now. And he's so proud of her. Yeah. And then he says razzle dazzle. Yeah, he's like, who needs razzle-dazzle show business when you have school or something like that? It's ridiculous. Give him the old (laughs) razzle-dazzle. Now I have that song stuck in my head forever. (laughs) Sorry. Specifically, just Richard Gere walking down a staircase or something. Um, Anyway, then we are with Spinner. I just wrote down. I think Spinner and Jimmy are together. No, Spinner's with his dumb band, and they're talking about how they're like, well, we were doing this thing, but exams and Spinner is a, dummy. just a, the biggest dummy. And he's like, we're never going to have this opportunity again. And it's like, Spinner, weren't you just fighting about this with Craig like two seasons ago? Seriously. Didn't you have this exact conversation where you were like, no, we should we should graduate from school and like, yeah, do things. Yeah. Um, or actually, no, he wasn't in the band then. Ellie was in the band. Oh, yeah. So never mind, JK. But still, of course, Spinner's an idiot and is like, this has never been my dream, but obviously let's give up everything to do this. <laughs> um, I'm suddenly very into my drumming. And I think it's, I think we, and we later learn it's like, he's in remission now. He didn't think he would be able to do things and he wants to do what he wants to do and he doesn't want to take a, an exam. So that's kind of where his headspace is. And then... All of a sudden, like, Johnny DeMarco and his goons come over, and they're like, I can't remember what they said, but we find out that they're the ones who entered them into the competition. Because, like, Johnny DeMarco keeps doing, like, weird, nice things, (laughs) but, like, under the pretense of being a dick. Like, he acts like an asshole, but the actions that he's doing are very nice. It's so weird. It's very confusing. It's very Johnny DeMarco at this point. Um... It's so weird. But then we are with Manny and Bernice, who did Bernice get recast? No, I don't think this is Bernice. I think this is like one of the like producers on the show. Okay. So we find out that Manny like got a part on West Drive. Like, did she audition for this? Well, didn't didn't she audition for this a long time ago? She like had an audition. She talked to Jay about it. It was like many episodes ago. She auditioned and she didn't get in because when she was talking to the producer, whoever she was, she was like, we've been thinking about you since your last audition. So I think she auditioned before and they were just like holding on to her for later. Okay. Um, And then she's like taking her through the set and like, she's like, um, saying like, oh, and you'll have to room with the lead, who the guy who plays Brad West or whatever, who I guess is supposed to be a babe, but I don't know. And then she's like, all right, so it's a full-time role for eight months. Are you in? I was like, damn, Manny, get in your like, full-time work. Go, Manny. I know. I, I was like, Manny should take this job. Yeah. I mean, I'd like maybe change my mind later, but for at least at this point, I'm like, Manny should take this job. Also, I love that his name is like Brad West and it's West Drive. There, and it like it was just like a part of this time when like I mean, everyone like was trying Creek. to. Yeah. Like everyone was trying to do like the Dawson's Creek naming on all the fake TV shows. Yeah. Like, do you remember Moody's Point? Yes. I loved that. Oh, my God. Fucking Amanda Bynes. She's back, everybody. Did I hope if. If I don't have anything else to recommend at the end of this episode, I'm going to recommend watching her bananas first interview. It's perfect. Or, She's or listen to Who Weekly break it down because it's hilarious. It's so good. Um, I was on drugs, but I was also serious. 
I was serious, but I was also on drugs. That was what she said about asking Drake to murder her vagina. Drake, full circle. It's on topic. All right. Um, we did it. And then, and then speaking of Drake, then we're with Spinner and Jimmy. And Jimmy's, like, working on their bridge. And he's like, and Spinner comes into the classroom. He's like, um, so we were supposed to meet last night. Like, where were you? And Spinner's like, oh, no, I forgot. Sorry, I was with my band. I was like, of course, Spinner is like the worst group project person ever. I, I just wrote down this is every group project I ever did where <laughs> like I'm like, oh, really? I'm the only one who's doing any work. Great. Yes. Like any English project. I'm always the only one who ever read the book. Yeah. Any. Yeah. I, uh, group projects were the worst. Although one time my senior year, my I somehow we were able to pick our partners and I was in a group with like super t- it was like three of us were all super type A people and we got shit done so early and we presented it first and it was like the best group project experience I've ever had in my life. It's the dream. Shout out to my AP stats group project people who don't listen to this podcast and I actually hate one of them now so never mind. Um anyway, Jimmy's like got dude, I'm doing all this work, you have to help me. Like I don't like, you're the one who asked me to help. What are you doing? And, and Spinner's like, like well, come on. Like, I don't know. You he, said you would help me. And he's like, I would just be holding you back. But, like, dude, that's not an excuse to not do anything. Yeah. Fucking do a thing. At least pretend to try to work. And then Jimmy will be like, no, you're doing that wrong. Let me do it. But at least you can pretend that you're con- trying to contribute at least. Show up. Just fucking show up for a minute. And then Spinner's like, then this is when Spinner's like, Hey, like two weeks ago, I didn't even think I'd be able to like do this battle of the bands. Like, I want to focus on stuff that I want to do now and blah, blah, blah. And, and Jimmy, Jimmy's like, what kind of life is that? You want to be back here next year with like your band and blah, blah, blah. Like, how sad. And he's basically, he like says he's going to be like king of the burnouts, which like is not wrong. Yeah. Um, it's, and, but it's sad to see them fight. And then Spinner, like, walks away, I think. But Jimmy is obviously in the right. Yeah, uh, Spinner walks away to some real serious angst music. (laughs) Um, And then the next scene, Spinner comes over to Jane and is like, you going to throw your panties at the stage for me at this showcase? And I was like, please don't say panties. I know. I just wrote, wrote, ew, panties. (laughs) And then Jane, I think Jane is like, oh, aren't you supposed to be studying or something? And Spinner's like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, I got to do my band thing. And she's like, I don't want to be with a guy who tries to fail. That's lame. Study for your goddamn test. Because Jane is the best. Yeah. Um, And then this is when we see Emma's weird jean vest outfit. Yep. And she's like, Damien got into banting. And I'm like, ugh, I don't care. I've already forgotten about him. I literally, every time he's off screen, I'm just like, who? And Manny's like, oh, no, what are you going to do? Are you guys going to break up? And she's like, we haven't decided yet. I don't know. It's so weird. I'm like, ugh, you guys have been dating for two seconds. Who cares? And I've never been less invested in a relationship. No. And then Manny is like, so I got this part on West Drive, and I don't know if I want to – I don't know if I need to go to Smithdale anymore because I think Emma's trying to, like, fill out their housing plans. Yeah. And, of course, Emma takes it personally. But yeah, she actually she, ends up being like pretty supportive of her. She's like, I get it. Because Manny's she like, she's like, but what about Smithdale drama? Like people would kill to be in that program. And Manny's like, yeah, but this part on West Drive is like a role people in the Smithdale drama program would kill to have. And I already have it, which is a very good point. 
Um, I mean, I feel like she can't go wrong with either choice. It's just a hard true. choice to make. It's a hard choice to make. And but Emma ends up being supportive, which yeah. is kind of how Emma's been lately. Like it's nice. it's normally unlike Emma, but Emma's been better about it lately. Although they are both like really sad. Yeah. Um, and then we're with Spinner, who's like trying to study, but is not doing a very good job. Why is he studying? He's studying in a room with his drum set, which yeah. doesn't make sense to me. I don't. Why? Why are you doing that? And. He's like turning the pages really fast and like holding his head and is like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I'm like, this is not how you study. Um, and then he ends up like playing the drums instead and is like, Bleh. and then it like transitions into their like showcase. And this terrible screamy band called the Leader Hosers starts playing, which is just they're hilarious. So they're like not even a screamo band though; they're like an '80s hair metal band. But like, but like the singer screams while instead of singing. It's yeah, weird. it's very strange. But they're called the Leader Hosers, which of course they are. And then as they're playing, Sav is like, "I'm not ready," and they're all very nervous to go on stage, and they should be because then when they get up, they're. They're very bad. They're terrible. They got worse somehow. And Peter's mask is falling off. It's like they're not committing to it. They're like too nervous to sell it. I think that's weird. And they're like all off from one another. And and Johnny DeMarco just yells lame and like throws a <laughs> cup at them. And I just wrote same. <laughs> he, oh, like Johnny DeMarco. You can always count on Johnny DeMarco to fucking heckle you. And just tell it like it is. <laughs> he is forever the heckler. It's the best. All the way back to when Ashley was up on stage. <laughs> what did he say to her again? Oh, God, I can't remember. I can't remember, remember it. <laughs> I just know Jack and Tanner loved it. Um, and then, also, I think their masks changed. Like, they they have masks that, where their mouths are showing now, which was one of the problems I had with their original masks. So, good job, I guess. Yeah, it's hiding their face less, but they definitely look more, like, stylized. Yeah. Um, and they're just terrible and people start throwing things at them and they're like done. Um, but then we're on the set of West Drive and this is where we see Manny's like Dukes of Hazard outfit. And she's like, um, really? <laughs> and the guy's like, yes, perfect. You're wearing this. And then and then he asks her to change in front of him. And she's like, what? Which feels like he's like, oh, you're just new. Everyone here is very comfortable with each other. But like that feels like. Weird. weird to me yeah i don't know and then the lead guy comes over and this is when we find out that he's gay because he has a boyfriend and big reveal so bad yeah and then he then they start talking about how manny got into smithdale but she's probably not gonna go and he's like oh my god like i i tried out for smithdale drama like three times and she's like oh you didn't go either and he's like uh no they wouldn't have me like that's an amazing opportunity. And she's like, what? You? Like, but you're on West Drive. You've been on it for nine seasons. And he's like, yeah, because I can't get work anywhere else because everyone just thinks of me as, like, the West Drive guy. And then she's and then like, he wa- And then she's, like, realizing things. And then he walks away. And then the wardrobe <laughs> guy says my favorite thing, which yeah. is, plus he's got the range of a bag of hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's really good. Um and then we're back at the showcase and the leader hosers guy starts like the lead singer starts talking to spinner and he's like man you really rock i mean like your band's not good but like you're amazing on the drums and then and then spinner starts talking to him he's like oh yeah like talking about being in a band and how the leader hosers guys he's like oh yeah i dropped out of school to be in my band like 19 years with the leader hosers (laughs) 
this dude is a real bummer. Oh, and then he takes out a joint and offers it to Spinner, and he says, it's 420 somewhere. Well, Spinner is like, oh, you never went back to, like, get your high school diploma, like, that certification. He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. who needs papers when it's like, like, I don't need papers for that. I, it, you only need paper for rolling things. And, like, that's when he pulls out the joint. And, like, then says it's 420 somewhere. And I just wrote, this oh, no. is my future husband. <laughs> I don't like it, but this is probably my future husband. Uh, he just, he's a real bummer. He's a fucking bummer and a half. And I, I just, oh, I, I, I hate him. <laughs> it's like a sneak peek at what Spinner's future would be. And then the next day we're at school and Jane is like, hey, you ready for the test? Like you studied last night, right? And Spinner's like, yeah, I totally studied. Yeah. And then like Spinner's a bad liar. And Jane is like, no, you didn't. You totally didn't study. And she gets mad at him for being a bummer. Um, And then we walk into physics and we see Jimmy's like bridge got an A plus and just has his name on it. Which I'm like, who displays grades like that? Like, it's weird. Right in front of the whole class. Like, like super weird. weird. And then, um, and then Spinner and Jimmy are talking. He's like, you know, your name could have been on that if you'd tried. And Spinner's like, yeah, I know, I screwed up. And it's like, I don't know, my plan isn't like that. Well, I don't really have a plan. I don't know what to do. You have a good plan, like stem cell surgery in the summer, and then off to New York. And I'm still like. This is still a very weird plan. It's super weird. Plausible. No, it doesn't make sense that he can just get stem cell surgery and then be ready to leave for college <laughs> in like two weeks. And I don't think that that's how that works at all. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't even really remember how this conversation. And then like over the loudspeaker, it's like physics exam in the gym. And I'm like, who ha- who has finals like this? I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Um, but Spinner is a self-saboteur. Yeah, that's very true. And then we are with Manny and her dad. And Manny's like, I don't know what to do. Like, should I go to school? Should I be on West Drive? And he's like, I don't know. Like, you have a paying job. It's good. But I don't know. Do what you want to do. I and mean, he's being very uncharacteristically supportive. Yeah, it's very weird. He's like, he's like, the only wrong choice is no choice. It's like, who are you? He says, the only bad decision is indecision. That's right. And he, she's like, who are you? Like, why aren't you telling me what to do? He's like, you're an adult now. And I'm like, okay, I guess we're dropping her like a hot potato as soon as she turns 18. Like, what's going on? Super weird. Um. And then we are in the gym, and Spinner's taking his exam. And oh, and Jimmy's... as to why Jane is there? I don't know. Uh, Jimmy's also advice to Spinner at the end was, when in doubt, pick C. So, obviously, Spinner is, like, circling C for every answer. <laughs> and, like, not showing his work. Like, I understand he's not really doing it, but he's also not trying to do it at all. Yeah. There's, like... there, But it doesn't look like they have, like... You know how, like, you have, like, a separate notebook to do, yeah, like, to do notes and stuff, and, like, no one is showing their work, and that's confusing. I don't know. I did not take physics, so I have no idea how it works. Um, uh, But then, all of a sudden, the fire alarm goes off. Oh, no, you skipped over his cool mustache daydream. (laughs) Right, sorry, because I wrote, oh, my God, Future Spinner is hilarious. (laughs) He's just, like, beer belly. Real bummer. Offers Spinner a joint. Has a dumb mustache. Yeah. And then the fire alarm goes off and they're like, evacuate. And then the sprinklers go off and Spinner's like, yes, I am saved. And like stands in the classroom and like and basks in like the sprinkler system and is like, yay, this is amazing. Thank God. 
And then I remembered who did it. I actually remember yeah, this part of this episode. Alarm. Is this Jimmy's work? <laughs> um, but then, but before we find out who did it, we're with Manny. And she goes over. Is she at Emma's house? She's with Emma. And she tears up Emma's housing form because Emma's like, last chance. And Manny's like, no. And then she's like, your turn. Tear up my West Drive contract. And then we find out that Manny is choosing to go to Smithdale with Emma instead of being on West Drive. And it's very cute. It's very sweet. Um, I take issue with um, Manny just ripping Emma's thing. Though. Like, she could just erase it and fill in Manny's name instead. And, like, how is she going to get these papers again in time? Because they said that they fill up quickly. I'm mad at the logistics. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can print them off online. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah. But then we're back at school and Miss Hatsalakas is checking everyone's hands because if you pull the fire alarm, like purple ink sprays out on your hands. And is that true or is that like the peeing in the pool thing? I think it might be a thing. I think it's also like the like the the security things on clothes. So you don't oh, yeah. Steal them. Um, and then and then we find out that Spinner has like four days until the makeup exam and then Jimmy's like, hey, dude, come over here. And he, like, shows him his glove that has the purple paint on it. He's like, oh, my God, you did it. And he's like, yeah, man, I got your back. He's the best fucking friend on earth. And he's like, oh, I have four days to study now. And Jimmy's like, yeah, you better fucking do it now. And they're amazing. And their friendship is the best. And I love them. And that's where the episode ends. It's very sweet. It's very sweet. Um, But, yeah. Oh, we have a YouTube comment. It's not a long one. It's just from Sarah Hess one year ago, and she says their band sucks. <laughs> Agreed. True. There weren't a lot of great comments on this episode. Um, but Spirit Squad, captain of the episode, Jimmy. Jimmy, obviously. Brooks. Jimmy motherfucking Best Brooks. Goddamn friend ever. Ship of the episode. I think I'm going to friendship Spinner and Jimmy. Yeah. Or Annie and Emma. Friendship and both. Um, I guess I'll regular ship Spinner and Jane because she's yeah. very good for him. Yeah. Um, moral. Don't. School is cool. <laughs> yeah. Stick to your studies. <laughs> Don't blow off your studies for something else. I Whatever. It's, school. Very, it's very much like. Stay in school, kids. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So for our grapevine segment today, we just have an awesome conversation uh, with Patreon supporter Bethany. So I will insert that here. Hi, guys. So we have Bethany on with us today. Hi, Bethany. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Thank you for coming on and chatting with us and for being for a Patreon on. supporter. Um, so what is your Degrassi history, your origin story, if you will? Um, so as I mentioned in the email that I sent to you guys, I'm probably a little older than a lot of people that, uh, listen to the podcast. I actually started watching Degrassi junior high in the nineties. Um, and, um, I, uh, 
I think it was on Showtime. I think they were showing reruns of Degrassi Junior High on Showtime because this was when it was probably already off the air, maybe right around the time, like 93, 92, 93, around the time that it uh, um, had gone off the air. But I was um, just immediately like engaged in the show because it covered topics that you wouldn't see in 90 shows in the States. You know, I grew up watching like, Full House and Saved by the Bell and and things like that. And then all of a sudden, I think the first episode I saw that I tuned into was the one where uh, Spike, Emma's mom, found out she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I think the character was like 14. And I, I was probably about the same. I was like maybe like 12 or 13. So the idea that they had a pregnant middle schooler <laughs> on TV <laughs> just kind of fascinating to me because I don't think they would have really touched that in the States. Um, so I was immediately hooked. Um, and I had heard about when, uh, Degrassi, the next generation started, I had heard about it, but I, I think started in what, like 2000, 2001. Yeah. 2001, I think. Yeah. So I was in college and, um, you know, couldn't afford cable at the time. So I had no way of watching it. And so I think maybe around like 2006 or 2007, I um, had gotten back into Degrassi Junior High and um, I uh, was finding videos on YouTube, I think. And I came across the first episode of The Next Generation and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to watch this just because I knew that this was the reunion episode. So I wanted to see Joey and Snake and Spike and everybody else. And I'm like, I'm just going to watch the one episode and that's it. I'll be done. And I immediately got hooked and watched the second one and then the next one and then bought the DVDs and downloaded <laughs> on iTunes. And so I've been um, addicted ever since. So Nice. <laughs> do you watch Next Class now? I actually do. Um, I uh, And I actually, like, I was a little skeptical going into it because I actually... Um, once the uh, characters from, um, I think it was season 14 when like Claire's class graduated and I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm not watching this anymore. Like, I don't care about the rest of these characters, <laughs> but I've watched it and I'm hooked again. So <laughs> it's like a vicious circle. It really, really is. It really <laughs> is. I feel like, you know, I do feel like um, in some ways the next class does kind of have the feel of the original or of, of the next generation it's a little more raw um the topics that they're covering for a while there it just got really i mean kind of like your typical team soap opera type thing and there's a few seasons i know you guys haven't seen some of the later seasons it's it's gonna be a rough ride but <laughs> we're we're like we're truly dreading it uh it's i just really <laughs> we're terrified of the later yeah, seasons I... of degrassi yeah, I mean, you kind of, it, it I, I don't know when I kind of got, like, re-engaged. I had a really hard time with season eight and nine. Those were the two that I had a really difficult time with. Um, and there's some great episodes in, like, 10, 11, and 12, but there's some not-so-great episodes, too. There's some really interesting characters coming up. There's some... Um, there's, there, there's, I don't want to give anything away, but, uh, to you guys, since you haven't seen it, but there's some good things coming. It'll be a little rough, but it'll be worth it. Okay. That, that helps. It's reassuring. <laughs> so 
do you have any like weird unpopular opinions of the show like do you have any weird chips or do you have any like favorite characters that are out of left field you know I really and I know this isn't a very unpopular opinion I actually really like Toby at times (laughs) Uh, I agree. Sometimes he's terrible. I I totally agree. I actually kind of like the the Toby and Holly J ship. I kind of um, like it too. <laughs> I really did. I think as a, I mean, I just think that I, I I don't know. There was something that I I really really just loved about that, and I was really disappointed with the way that it it turned out. Sort of, except that it. I mean. She's kind of terrible at this point, so it's Yes. Does Holly J get better? She does. She does. Um, I know you guys have talked about that a lot, but it it will happen. Um, (laughs) She definitely uh, turns around. I feel like that they have a lot of characters that really do start off, like, really, really, really terrible in the beginning. I mean, Paige, when I first started watching, I was like, oh, my God, I hate Paige. And she, because she was just awful the first season, and she slowly became one of my favorites, so. I feel like what Degrassi does with, like, these, like, they start off as these, like, one-dimensional mean girl characters Mm -hmm. and then make them so interesting. Like, it's like what Gossip Girl did with Blair, like, just, like, turning Mm -hmm. them into, like, the most interesting and, like, the most interesting characters of the show that you just like feel all this empathy for because you feel like you know Mm -hmm. them and they seem like the most like out of everyone like they have the most happening exactly exactly yeah I mean and Holly J definitely she has she has some good arcs coming up too I mean it's it it, again it's gonna take a little while but um (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I think that that is kind of like the the beauty of the show is that it's not just a one dimensional character. I mean, even like some of, you know, Emma is terrible at times, you know, and it's it's not there's just I feel like they do a great job kind of fleshing out most of the characters. There's there's a couple. I feel like Hazel never really got fleshed out very well. I feel like there's so much more they could have done with her. Um, and there's a couple of other examples, but for the most part, I feel like they do a pretty good job fleshing them out. Yeah, totally. And I think we have a Johnny DeMarco fleshing out in our future, I think. Yes. Yeah. He actually, so Johnny DeMarco is an interesting character because he gets a little better and then a little worse yeah. and then a little better. It kind of, I mean, he, he does some, some pretty something in particular that I'm thinking there's a pretty terrible thing that he does. And I think season eight or nine. Um, but, um, he, he definitely, uh, ends up redeeming himself. I feel like, so I, I always liked him too. I kind of liked him from the beginning. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Not the only one, Kelsey. <laughs> but do you want to date him? <laughs> um, I mean, considering that when I, I was probably like in my late twenties or early thirties when he first came on this show. So I'm going to say no. Now, when I was that age, that probably would have been the type of guy that I would have dated, but thank you. Interesting. <laughs> I'm not alone. Who is no, your like Degrassi guy? Who is your like or girl? We're not going to, we're not judging. Who do you have hard eyes for on the show? So as far as um, uh, junior high and high goes, it was always Joey. I was a huge, yes. huge Joey fan. Um, he, and I know I think you guys have said a couple of times on the show that people have told you that you won't like him as much if you watch the the earlier 
seasons yeah. night. I mean, I disagree. I mean, I think it's kind of like with Paige or Holly J. He starts off pretty terrible. He kind of starts off as like the the bully. Um, but he he definitely like he definitely gets better. He was always my favorite, like when I was a kid. Um and as far as the, the next generation, um, and I can say this now because he is older now, but Jake Epstein is just amazing. Oh, yeah. Goddamn. We <laughs> saw him in a play and he was like shirtless or in his underwear for a lot of it. And I'm was like, it, I haven't recovered. Was it beautiful? No. Was that? No, we saw him in this. Um, it was off Broadway and it was a play called Straight. And it was just, oh. it was oh, magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think like the tagline was like Ben loves beer, sports, and Emily. Period, and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a good tagline, oh, <laughs> but it kind of summed it. up what it was. It was like he was n- uncomfortable with his sexuality and like living a lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he just—I—I I was always a big Greg, uh, Craig fan from like day one just his arc um I'm a social worker so and I used to work for child protective services so his first storyline I think I was working for child protective services when I saw that episode so his first storyline was very like uh personal to me just things I had seen you know people go through and so I think that's one of the reasons why I gravitated towards him and he grew up very very nicely so (laughs) he really goddamn he really did he really did (laughs) he's a beautiful man he is the voice of an angel i know i know you got you guys watched the reunion episode right yeah Yeah. oh god next class when he yeah i think tristan was all of us in that moment but (laughs) yeah the only next class exposure we've had (laughs) yeah yeah it's i think i feel like that if you were to watch it like now not knowing the characters you probably wouldn't enjoy it as much but you know with Degrassi it's kind of like do you guys watch Doctor Who by any chance yes okay so it's kind of like every time the doctor regenerates it takes a little bit to get used to the new doctor like I was a huge Tenet fan I love David Tenet and when Matt Smith came along I'm just like I I can't do this I can't do this like this is just you know but I think over time they just end up growing on you. And it's this kind of the same thing with the characters. They do end up at really, really growing on you after a while. Mm-hmm. That's um, comforting. Because, yeah, I definitely, with every regeneration, I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then, like, after a couple episodes, like, and then by the time they're leaving, you're just like, but I can't live without you now. <laughs> I know, exactly, exactly. Like, I just remember I had a hard time transitioning from Eccleston to Tenet, and I he ended up, Tenet ended up being my favorite, so... Because he's amazing. Yeah, but it is, it's, yeah, it's it's kind of like that in the sense that, I mean, most of the characters, because season eight, there is a big transition. There's a lot of characters leaving and a lot of new ones coming in. And I'm just like, oh, my God, everybody is terrible. Everybody's awful. And but I mean, you know, because that's when like Claire comes in as a recurring character and right. um, her class and Sav's sister and the first couple of episodes of season eight, I'm like, I hate all these people. <laughs> But they they definitely end up growing on you a little. So I'm looking forward to um, the return. Well, not the return. I just haven't seen him since he was on the show. Um, But I'm looking forward to like Declan and his strong as hell eyebrows. (laughs) 
He, yeah. Oh my gosh. He's, and he ends up, he was one actually, he actually ends up being a pretty decent character too. I hated him at first so much when he came in, but, um, God, I just, I guess I just really hate everybody at first. I don't know. <laughs> just don't like, I have change. a hard time with change. <laughs> We're slow like to change. trust. Yeah. I think yeah. season eight was definitely where I dropped off originally. I remember like Claire and like it's snakes, godson or whatever and casey and i remember all those people getting there and watching for a little bit but then i was just like "Eh, i don't care about any of these people anymore i'm not watching it anymore yeah yeah it's you kind of just have to power through season eight and season nine like i said for me personally those were the the hard ones i hear people saying a lot of like negative things about season 11 i think like 11 and 12 get a lot of negative things said but that, to me nine and eight were probably the worst but just the transition period <laughs> yeah yeah it was a little rough there but <laughs> yeah i can also see it being compared to like do you have did you ever watch skins where they like reboot their whole entire cast every two seasons yeah but at least like between two and three they had like effie as the like bridge but then like by the time we got to season five i just totally dropped off because like it was a totally new group and i was like no i hate it bye (laughs) i still watched it (laughs) yeah i feel like you do kind of need those transition uh characters and i feel like that's why a lot of because i have I, I, one of the reasons I love your podcast is that because I am in an age group where a lot of the people that, I mean, other than the fact that you guys are just great, but, um, Thank you. And very entertaining. um, but I don't have many friends my age. I have friends my age that watch junior high, but not many that watch the next generation because we were all in college at the time and it was just a little different. So I don't get to like talk to Grassy a lot. So I'm loving the podcast, but, um, but I think that those of us that did watch in junior high, that's, I mean, I don't think I would have gotten into the character of Emma had I not like remembered her being born on Degrassi junior high and seeing, you know, snake and like, it's always just such a, uh, delight when like in the earlier seasons when you would see like some of the old characters coming back and even in um I think in I think it was in the the first episode of season two when Spike's having her birthday party oh, um, yeah, yeah. For that scene there's a guy in the background that um they don't make any mention to but I'm almost a hundred percent positive that that is a character from the next generation or from, I'm sorry, from junior high. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, and now I can't think of his name. Um, it'll come to me, but, um, but it's, I I love that. It's like, they don't make any mention of it, but he's just kind of there. So question. Do you Mm -hmm. think the wheels nickname is inappropriate after everything that happens to him? (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) um, I I feel like that it was, very, I don't know if this is where the writers really had an idea of the character going. If they did, that was very bad planning. But his name was Wheels. I think you guys, may, someone may have told you because his last name was Wheeler. Yeah. So that was like way before. Um, I feel like that was poor planning on the writers. Part <laughs> just bring up. Uh, oh, it's just, he was probably the most tragic character on junior high. He had a lot of bad things happen to him. And I mean, in real life, I mean, yeah. I don't know if you guys happen with the actor, but 
he died and I don't think his family knew till like years later, yeah. like a couple years later or something. That. Yeah, it's the saddest article I've ever read. <laughs> it really, really is. It was terrible. When I saw it, I was like, no, not wheels. Wheels, another fun fact about wheels, he always wore the tightest pants. <laughs> like if you guys go back and watch junior high, are you guys going to go back and do that? I mean, probably. We're talking about it. We're kind of figuring it out right now. We're going to play it by ear. But like our current plan, mm-hmm. maybe, is to finish Next Generation and then jump right into Next, Next class. class. This way we like mm-hmm. don't lose momentum. And then when we catch up with Next Class, if that ever happens before <laughs> right? we're like 60, um, when you know how they take like intermissions and like breaks between like seasons or whatever we're gonna go back and do like junior high and high like during those intermission breaks so that we're not taking time off and we'll like be able to fill up on everything yeah I'm excited to see what you guys think of it from like a perspective of not because when I watched it I was around that age so you know there's some shows that just don't hold up when you get older and there's some shows that you like just because of the nostalgia. And I think for Degrassi junior high, that's a lot of what it is for me. But I mean, just, I mean, the acting's not great. Like <laughs> it's, it's can be very, it's, it's very cringeworthy at moments, but overall, I mean, and like I said, for me, like, I feel like it was important to be able to see kids my age going through that stuff because it wasn't you you just didn't have tv shows like that you had the wholesome stuff I mean even with like things like 90210 or something like that uh, the original one like they touched on issues but it was so overly dramatized it just (laughs) didn't feel real and Degrassi felt very real yeah I think especially because they made an effort to hire actors like the age that they were playing yes and I know yes. like 90210, like Luke Perry was like 28 or something already by the oh. time he was on that show. Yeah, uh, Gabrielle Carteris, the one that played Andrea, was like in her 30s. Yeah, and yeah. Was, fucking crazy. Looked, it looked like she was in her 30s. Like it wasn't like she was like really, I mean, she, she didn't look old for her age, but she didn't look like she was in high school. So that helped too. And one of the great things too about junior high was that they got real kids. Like yeah. they looked... Not everyone was pretty. If they had a pimple, they didn't put makeup on them. And I'm I wanting to say that I've seen interviews with um, Mary McDonald where she said that in the beginning of um, uh, next the next generation, it was kind of the same way. Like yeah. they didn't put use a lot of makeup and... I mean, I feel like they really lucked out with, like, Miriam McDonald and... Oh, my God, uh, yeah. <laughs> what are the odds? I, I know. I mean, she was... When they... I mean, she, she's beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. But, I mean, they hired her in her awkward teenage phase. Yeah. Who knew she would turn into, like, just such a gorgeous person? She's, like, the definition of glow up. Like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, she really is. I think Shane Kippel kind of meets that, too. Like, yeah. he... That I will I will say that probably um, he's probably another one of uh, my favorite guys is is Spinner. I actually really like Spinner. <laughs> yeah, he definitely uh, grows as a character. Yeah, he does. Especially I didn't like him the first there time. the whole time. <laughs> right, he just never goes away. But um, is he he's, there yeah. in like later later seasons too? How long he... is he on the show? Yeah, so he you guys know about how his arc ends, right? I think yeah. you guys have talked. Uh, which I'm not okay with. 
Um, bad choice. But I after that happens, after that fiasco, he's out of the show. He does come back for a brief appearance in, I think, season 13 or 14. Okay. Uh, very, very briefly. Um, yeah, that was, I'm very anti Spinner and Emma. I think everybody is. <laughs> Everybody is except for um, Stefan. I think he was the one that wrote it. And he's still like, from what I've read, he like stands by that. I I mean, don't quote me on that. But I feel like I've, I've read that somewhere that I don't understand. he is like the only one. He's our nemesis. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Like it's uh, it was it was terrible. I, I don't understand. I really, really don't understand. I was very disappointed with that. I still want to like. I'm going to write, like, a TV movie follow-up. Sean comes back. Jane is back. <laughs> We're going to rip the couple apart and put together the ones that should have been. Exactly. Like, what We're, is going uh, on? Yeah. I mean, I'm still holding out for Sean and Ellie. Or not Sean and Ellie. I'm sorry. Uh, Craig and Ellie. So. Oh, my God. Same. <laughs> I bet. kind that... of hit that, like, maybe that's how they – it was, like, very open-ended, yeah. right, how they ended really in the movie? Bad. It was, but yeah. I think he, yeah, it was, it, they left it open, but yeah, that was probably, I think my like favorite almost pairing. I kind of like Jimmy and Ellie too. I kind of wanted to see where that was going to yeah. go. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I was a little disappointed with that, but. Missed connections. <laughs> totally. Ellie had so many like almost good relationships. Right. <laughs> you no, know, I know. Well, they really, I've listened to your last episode and like, I really do hate what they did with her character. Like the last couple of seasons that she was in, like it just, she was, she was always, I think the person I wanted to be in high school. I wasn't, but I wanted to be like her. And I loved her. And then once she got to college, it's just like, I don't know what happened. It was, it, it was, it wasn't good. I wasn't very happy with it. It's, it like, it still bums me out. Like I'm ready for them to be gone just cause like it hurts me so much right. that she's this like totally different character. She got body mm-hmm. snatched. It's like, she did get body yeah. snatched. completely different person. <laughs> I laughed so hard when I was listening to that podcast when you guys said that because I'm like, oh my god, yes, that's exactly it. It was just the strangest thing. It was so weird. I was bummed out. <laughs> she got recast, but the same actress. It was, yeah, I recast the personality. Yeah, yeah I was. It, she just wasn't the Ellie that we knew and loved because Ellie was just such a badass. And then yeah, she was awesome, and then they ruined her. Yeah, I blame Jesse. <laughs> Oh, yeah, partially blame Jesse for sure. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful man, but Jesus. <laughs> Just like everyone's terrible boyfriend. Just a yes. terrible mistake <laughs> for anybody. Yeah, really, really was a compilation of like every characteristic that you can have for like the worst boyfriend ever. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Plus like so beautiful that like you try to look uh, past all of it. Exactly. I know, I know. I, uh... He really was beautiful. It was such a shame. <laughs> oh, Jesse. Oh, so goodness. before we let you go, is there like any of our opinions that you're like, no, 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 you're wrong. And you need to like just air this beef while you have us. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think you guys are pretty spot on. Like I was saying earlier, I actually really like Toby. So that would be the only thing I would disagree on. I I, uh, I, I, I admit that he is terrible at times. He is 
pretty freaking terrible um, at some times. But there's, I don't know, there's just something about him that just, I, he just makes me laugh. Yeah, I mean, I think right now we're like really good. We're like good with Toby right now. I'm in, like, I've been enjoying think, him. Yeah. Season seven Toby yeah. is great. I think we just have like, we have a love-hate relationship with Toby because I yeah. think we like we know he can be so good, but then he is gross and we don't understand why. Yeah, he started off really strong in the first episode and then it just kinda yeah, but I feel like and it's a shame. I feel like in the later seasons they maybe could have used him more and they didn't because yeah. that's when he started getting a little better. But he uh he was he was yeah, I that that would probably be the I I'm trying to think if there's anything. Most of the things that you guys have said, like I'm sitting there listening to it and I'm like, Yes, it's so on point. So So no major grievances now. Okay, <laughs> good. 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 <laughs> we'll continue. Beautiful on. <laughs> and Emma should have been together. Uh should have ended up together. I'm I'm on board. Yes. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for speaking with us. Thank you, Bethany. Like double the time. (laughs) I know. We keep saying we're like 10 minute conversation. And then we're like, no, but let's talk forever. (laughs) (laughs) I enjoyed it. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Um, Is there anything that you want to plug like your like Twitter handle or anything before we go? Um, I am very, very boring on Twitter. It's all political posts. And <laughs> we encourage that. Uh, but you know what? It's Bethy B 1981 um, is uh, my Twitter name. And um, as far as like, uh, can I plug something like another podcast? Yeah, totally do it. Um, Brain Candy Podcast. Um, it is, I don't know if you guys have heard it yet, but it is, um, Susie from Road Rules Australia. And I've heard of this. Yeah. Sarah, <laughs> and is it Sarah? Yeah. Yeah. Sarah from Real World Brooklyn. And it is fantastic. Um, it's just two very smart women talking about, I mean, there's just so many things that they discuss. If you're a fan of the shows, if you're a fan of Real World and Road Rules, they do uh, a couple of episodes where they talk about some behind the scenes stuff. So it's, it's kind of fun. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's right up my alley. It, it yeah. Really oh, yeah. Is. I was a huge I still, fan, so. I still watch the challenge. <laughs> I just actually have gotten to a point where I'm like, I don't think I can watch anymore because I don't recognize the people because I haven't watched a season of The Real World since, like, that's Key West. True. Yeah. I I definitely stopped, like, started dropping off of watching The Real World. I think the last season mm-hmm. I watched was, like, the explosion one or whatever. But yeah, but a lot of, they bring back some vet like Darrell is back on the show now. Like, he's yeah, I, back. I did watch this recent season um, because Darrell and CT were on it. So yes. I was like, OK, I'll watch and that. I think, so. Actually, I think Derek is going to be on the, like, the next season of the challenge, which I'm very excited about. Really? He hasn't been okay, I might forever. Have to- yeah. Yeah, he was always one of my favorites. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, I might have to actually watch it then. Yeah, it's like, but yeah, they're Yeah, it's like the thirtieth yeah, and like the thirtieth season, so I think they're like bringing oh, out yeah, everyone they can. Right. Did I see that too? That Veronica was gonna be back? Yeah, Veronica's gonna be back. She was yeah. So they're bringing back some old vets for like the people who've been there from the beginning, I guess. Right. They have to start watching it again. But yeah, if you like, if you were a fan of the show, uh, Brain Candy is a great podcast to listen to. They're wonderful. So definitely have to check that out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs>
Thank you so much. We had a really nice time talking yeah. to you. I'm super talking with you guys too. Thank you so much. And we're always here to talk to Grassy with you if your other friends won't. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Email us that whenever you need to. <laughs> I will. I will. <laughs> All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye, Thank you again to Bethany for supporting us on Patreon and like having this awesome conversation with us today. It was amazing to talk to you. And if you want to talk to us or get other prizes and things, you can help us out on Patreon. That would be extremely cool. Yeah, we got lots of cool stuff on there. Um, <laughs> human disaster. <laughs> um, and also, if you want to be featured on any future Grapevine segments, you can... Tweet at us at Degrassi Pod. We're on Instagram at Degrassi Pod. We're on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast.tumblr.com. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. And you can find us all over the place at Stitcher and Spreaker and iTunes and SoundCloud. And I think we might be on iHeartRadio now. I'm not really sure. Unclear. Um, and if you're on iTunes, if you can rate, review, and subscribe, that would be really awesome. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi fan fiction for you on the spot. Leave any preferences in the review. We always have a really fun time with that. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And what are you going to be recommending today? Let me find Um, I'm going to recommend an illustrator, Alex Crocus. Um, he is on uh, Instagram at A-L-E-X-K-R-O-K-U-S. We actually, we have friends in common, and um, uh, this girl, Jensen, that I was friends with uh, during and post-college, but I haven't seen her in a while. Shouts out, Jensen. Uh, give me a call. Um, but she's featured in it a lot as, like, uh, like all of his characters are just people that he knows in life, but they're drawn as animals oh, cool. and it's all about her weird food choices because she like is a true nightmare with pizza. She puts <laughs> corn on it. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. Corn on pizza can be fine. I've had that before. Um, but cool. I am going to recommend the new Netflix series glow glamorous ladies of wrestling. Um, it has Mark Marin in it, Allison Brie, lots of other cool people. I started watching it this weekend with my sister, and it's really good. I really like it so far. It's pretty funny. Um, but that is everything that we have for you guys today. This is the shortest episode in existence. Um, but thanks for listening, everybody. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.